Once again, I'm very privileged to be here at the PIWC. I'm very, very blessed. Yesterday, I mentioned that the Church of Pentecost is a denomination we admire greatly. My father in the ministry, the founder of the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Right now, it's a group of churches. There are 10 denominations running in what used to be the Lighthouse Chapel International. We have 10 different denominations running. We have what we call the QFC, the Kodesh Family Church. They are a group of churches also expanding and growing on its own as one denomination. Then we have the Mega Church. That's another group. Then we have the Lighthouse Chapel International. That's another group. Then we have our French churches in the Francophone countries and the French branches in Ghana. That's another denomination. Then we have the Portuguese. We have branches in Angola, Brazil, Mozambique, other places like that. You see, so we have a number of denominations. And our father, one of the people that he mentions very frequently is James McKeon. Hallelujah. And then in our meetings at a certain level, one of the things he mentions all the time is the Church of Pentecost. In, in terms of church growth, your leadership structure, the number of your branches, buildings. He talks about, this, this, this is an example that is a live example. We are watching. And the Church of Pentecost is not a church that has a history, just has a history. It's currently, it's, it's still growing. Like we can see your works. So I'm here, I'm here very happy and privileged with the blessing of being given the opportunity to minister in the Church of Pentecost. Hallelujah. And I want to encourage everybody here too to be a true child of the house. You know how it is where in the natural, sometimes you meet someone from a very respectable, distinguished family and the way the person is behaving, it's as if it doesn't come from the family that he comes from. You get what I'm saying? I mean, certain families, you not find them doing certain things. You see, then you see somebody fighting around and someone run about. When you look at the family he's coming from, they don't fight in public. In private, they don't fight. And you look and say, ah, but you, this man, papa, we papa, papa, ni You see, so I want to encourage all of you to be real children of the house. Hallelujah. Amen. Yesterday, I started talking about, you know, the theme. Renew your strength. And I mentioned yesterday that strength, our strength as Christians, it, the strength comes from the Holy Spirit. Your strength as a Christian does not come from your temperament. Your strength as a Christian does not come from your upbringing. They give, they both give a measure of strength. But our strength as Christians comes from the Holy Spirit. It is the Spirit of God that gives us strength. That gives us strength to do various things. And yesterday I mentioned, you know, I read a, 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 a scripture, Isaiah 40, 29 to 31. He giveth power to the faint, and to them that have no might, he increaseth strength. He, that's the Lord. Even the youth shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. I see you renewing your strength at this time. You are charging yourself for the rest of 2018. Look, 2018, you will run. You will run. 
Yes, you will run. You will move fast. And you will do a lot of things. There are some people here who say that their weakness is multitasking. They are unable to do a number of things at the same time. But this year, 2018, by the anointing of the Holy Spirit, you will be able to advance a number of things at the same time. Hallelujah. Ah, and when you are expected to be tired, you will not be tired. In the name of Jesus. Luke 24, 49, Jesus said, And behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you, but tarry ye in the city of Jerusalem until ye be endued with power from on high. You see, you need the Holy Spirit. Jesus was telling the disciples that, don't start work, wait. Don't start, even though I've spoken to you about many things, just hold on, don't start work till you have the Holy Spirit. This evening, we are going to pray for the Holy Spirit. We are going to invite the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Acts 1.8, but ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you and ye shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and in Judea and Samaria and to the uttermost parts of the earth. And yesterday I mentioned that number one, the influence of the Holy Spirit gives you spiritual strength. I read Ephesians 3, 14 to 16. For this course, it said, verse 16, that he will grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might by his spirit in the inner man. So as you are praying, you are being strengthened in your spirit in the name of Jesus. A spirit that used to be weak is becoming stronger and stronger in the name of Jesus. Every attack of Satan in 2018, you shall overcome the devil in the name of Jesus. Every attack on your health, on your finances, on your children, on your spouse, on your business, every attack, you will overcome that attack in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. And then number two, the influence of the Holy Spirit can also be on your physical strength. Your physical strength. I mentioned, I gave two verses yesterday from the life of Samson. And the strength, physical strength came. You see, it's interesting that the Bible, the verses in the Bible spoke about the Holy Spirit. The Spirit of the Lord. And then directly, strength. I'm wondering, praise the Lord. So this year, you will receive some strength. And when you see the things you are doing, oh, get ready for questions. Because people will be asking you questions. How are you able to do these things? Be careful about the answer. Give them the right answer. Tell them that the Holy Spirit is helping me. Hallelujah. He strengthened Samson. That's in Judges 14, 5 and 6. And Judges 14, 19. And then he gave Elijah speed. The Lord gave Elijah speed. 1 Kings 18, 45 and 46. And it came to pass in the meanwhile that the heaven was black with clouds and wind. And there was a great rain, and Ahab rode and went to Jezreel. And the hand of the Lord was on Elijah, and he gathered up his loins and ran before Ahab to the entrance of Jezreel. I see you running ahead of those who are ahead of you. What do we call it these days? The overtaking anointing. You are receiving an overtaking anointing in the name of Jesus. You are receiving speed this year in the name of Jesus. Whatever slowed you down, the Spirit of the Lord is helping you to overcome that thing in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. And you know the verse that talks about if the spirit that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal body by his spirit that dwelleth in you. Now that word quicken over there stands for two things. Come alive in the first place. It makes you come alive. And it makes you lively. It, makes, it gives you some speed, some energy. You know, so if you have some kind of condition, health condition that makes you slow or tired or you sleep a lot. 
Get ready to overcome sleep this year in the name of Jesus. Get ready to overcome tiredness this year in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. And then yesterday, I think I ended with this one. The level, your level of boldness. You see, when the Holy Spirit arrives, he gives you boldness. He gives you boldness. He gives you boldness. He will give you boldness. When the Holy Spirit arrived, someone like Peter, a fisherman, I mean, I don't know what words he used, but he addressed a number of people. And at the end of the day, the altar call yielded 3,000 people. When the Holy Spirit came upon an uneducated man, praise the Lord, the Holy Spirit will give you boldness. I was so happy yesterday when our elder confirmed what I was saying. You know, because many people are not bold. When your faith opens a door, it takes boldness to walk through the door. Otherwise, you stand there and watch the door. Meanwhile, the door is open. You have prayed. You have woken up in the night. You have prayed from 12 to 2. And the door is open. Brother, move. Then you are standing there. Somebody has made the mistake of asking you whether you can do something. And you are also standing there wondering what to say. Somebody has made the mistake of asking you whether you can do something. And you are making another mistake of not saying that you can do it. But after this encounter with the Lord, this year, anybody who says that, can you do this thing? You say, by the grace of God, I can do it. You say, oh, I can do it. Can you finish? Yes, I can finish. You go for an interview. Hey, I told you yesterday that someone, we, I was on a, an interview panel on Tuesday. And then somebody, a nurse, me interviewed for the hospital. Every question, oh, I'm here to learn. Oh, as for me, I'm here by the, oh, I'm here to learn. Oh, oh, I think the key is humility. So later I said, I think the key is humility. You have said that about four times. So I told her. I said, I'm here to learn. I'm here to learn. You are being interviewed for a job that they will pay you. What? The one paying you, what is he going to get? What one? I'm here to learn. I'm here to learn. Somebody is getting you for a job. Tell the person that if you employ me, this is what you are getting. You're, we even told them, you see, we even told them that you can't, you, because she has some HR training before the nursing training. I said, see, you could have said that with my HR training, I believe I have an edge over other nurses. I can make the OPD very nice. I can make sure that people are treated and handled very well. Many Ghanaians complain about the way they are treated, you know, when they go to hospitals and all that. I will make sure that this hospital will be known for excellent treatment. I will do this and that. If you get me, you will see the difference. Talk like that. So as the Holy Spirit comes upon you this year, a certain boldness will come upon you. Even the phlegmatics will be able to talk confidently. Because for the phlegmatics, life is in slow motion. Will be a ball short, crowd, bang, and then the ball is coming slowly. It's a, a phlegmatic football. But you'll be able to talk boldly because when the Holy Spirit comes, you talk boldly. Hallelujah. Receive boldness in the name of Jesus. The Holy Spirit can also influence your level of honesty. I'll just do two and then we'll enter into what we are doing. This one, I didn't mention it yesterday. Your level of honesty. Honesty. The Holy Spirit will help you. 
Listen, under certain conditions, it's not easy to be honest. Yeah. Let's not pretend here. Under certain conditions, you'll be very surprised to hear pastors or even bishops. Uh, they are not speaking the truth. Yeah. Under certain conditions, they say that a lie is a manifestation of the fear of man. A lie. Because you are afraid of what will happen if you speak the truth. A lie is not necessarily, I mean, generated from evil intentions. So it is out of fear. So sometimes someone may not be evil, but they are just afraid that saying the truth will cost me so much. But if you are not afraid of a man, you just speak the truth. Because when you speak the truth, there's nothing to discover. When you speak the truth and you walk out, there's nothing to discover about you. You've taken away their teeth. Nobody can bite you again. But we are afraid. We are afraid. But the Holy Spirit this year will empower you to be able to speak the truth. Yeah. Look at this. John 14, 17. Even the spirit of truth. So when we are talking about renewing our strength, you know, you will be strong also in the truth. You know, strength is seen in various parts. For example, if you are analyzing a sportsman, you may analyze a footballer and then you say that he's strong in the air. You say, oh, Sergio Ramos is a defender, but he's strong in the air. Virgil van Dijk is a defender, but he's also strong in the air. He's, this is one of his strengths. So when you compare him to another defender, you pick him. Because apart from tackling, he also jumps and heads very well. Do you understand? So strength, if you say that you, the Lord is renewing your strength, you can't just say strength is just one thing. But God is going to renew your strength in a number of areas in your life. So what looked like a weak point before 2018, it will not be found to be a weak point anymore. Because the Holy Spirit is entering that area. And that place that Satan used to get you a lot, when he passes there, he will ask himself, hey, what happened? Do you know what happened? You came here to pray. So he said, the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because he seeth him not, neither knoweth him, but ye know him. For he dwelleth with you and he shall be in you. Hallelujah. And because of the Holy Spirit who is strengthening you, you will also be able to detect lies. Recently, some things have been happening and I've been praying that, oh God, I wish I had a way because I know that one or two people are lying. But I, I don't have the ability to prove it. It's like, it's like, yeah, I wish that I could just go and steal the person's phone for five minutes. Let me just screenshot. I'm going to WhatsApp it to myself and return your phone to. Because the person is not speaking the truth. We need the Holy Spirit. See this one, Acts chapter 5, verse 9. This year, when somebody is lying, you will say something to the person. They say, You, you, you are lying. Acts 5, 9. Then Peter said unto her, How is it that ye have agreed together to tempt the spirit of the Lord? Behold, the feet of them which have buried thy husband are at the door, and they shall carry thee out. This year, somebody is going to be afraid of you. <laughs> Those of you who oversee people or you work with people who have been lying to you, people who have been lying to you, the truth will come out. Whether the person is above you at your level or below you, the Lord will expose the lies to you by, your, by the Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus. Acts chapter 6 verse 3. Wherefore brethren, look ye out among you seven men of honest report, 
full of the Holy Ghost. Full of the Holy Ghost. You see, they are, they are men of honest report. You see, honest report means that what will be said about them is that they are honest. That's the report that men have of them, that they are honest, full of the Holy Ghost and wisdom, whom we may appoint over this business. And then number one, your character. When the Holy Spirit comes, your character will change. Galatians 5, 22 and 23 says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness. I see somebody becoming gentle in the name of Jesus. I see your, your, your family members being surprised that you can dress nicely. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Hey, I see someone being provoked. And prior to the work of the Holy Spirit, you will slap. But now the Holy Spirit has come upon you. So when they provoke you, you don't slap. Before the work of the Holy Spirit, a small spark, then that Timdidia starts coming. But because of the Holy Spirit, it will be difficult to hear an insult in your house. Because of the Holy Spirit, your children will say that the drivers in Accra have changed. And then you tell the children that it's not that the drivers have changed. I have changed because of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Eh? Because as your children are sitting in the car, you look at a taxi driver. Where Jimmy? Then your children are watching you. Then they are cool. One day when you see them doing it, you are very surprised. You don't know that you were teaching them. You are giving them lessons. But by the help of the Holy Spirit, gentleness is coming. Now today we want to talk briefly and then we'll pray. Briefly about how to stir up the activity of the Holy Spirit in your life. I'll just give you four or five points and then we'll begin to pray. Number one. You stir up the power and activity of the Holy Spirit by talking and preaching about the Holy Spirit. If as I was here, I was talking about food and I was talking about some soft fufu and some abenkwaibi that is around it with some beef inside it. And now, and tuna be a dan chain bisano. Oh, na koto koto be so. Eda onsa komodo. Onsa komodo. Homon yeborov. Because I have started talking about food, especially in this season of fasting. Inti fufu no hot like this. Fufu no hot soft fufu. What do we say? Trying to say. You see, this is the natural scissors. Natural scissors with the something we trying to say. Na abenkwan e guho say. Not too thick, not too light. Oh, a honey will be sano. Aha, na tuna, tuna, bear four pieces be. Nam e nenchinam. Ah. You see, so when you start talking about a particular thing, the desire for that thing grow, begins to grow. So when we start talking about the work of the Holy Spirit, that the Holy Spirit can fill you and make you strong, you begin to desire the Holy Spirit. I challenge you, start talking about the Holy Spirit with your friends with your Christian brothers and sisters, because Jesus promised us the Holy Spirit. And Jesus told his disciples that it's by the Holy Spirit that the things they were experiencing with him, it's only the Holy Spirit who will continue. So by the Holy Spirit, the dead will be raised, they will get food to eat, all kinds of miracles. So when you start talking about the Holy Spirit, you stir up the presence of the Holy Spirit. Matthew 5, 6, Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, 
for they shall be filled. If you hunger and thirst after the Holy Spirit, you shall be filled in the name of Jesus. Number two, you stay up the power and activity of the Holy Spirit by praying specifically for the Holy Spirit. Luke eleven thirteen. If ye then be evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children. How much more shall your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to them that ask him? To them that ask him. To them that ask him. This evening we are going to pray. All ages we are going to pray. Father, give me your Holy Spirit. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Somebody here is on the path of disgrace. There are some things that you are doing. It can easily embarrass you. But by the power of the Holy Spirit, you will be able to leave that path. Because some, some of the paths are very difficult to leave. And it will take the power of the Holy Spirit. But the Holy Spirit will help you. And you will take a step and walk away. Hallelujah. You will take a step and walk off a bad path by the power of the Holy Spirit. We are going to pray for the Holy Spirit. Then we stay up the power and activity of the Holy Spirit by having prayer meetings. Acts 4.31 And when they had prayed, the place was shaken where they were assembled together and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and they speak the word of God with boldness. So as we gather to pray, as we have gathered this evening to pray in this prayer meeting, we will be filled with the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. And then the last two, we you uh, stir up the power and activity of the Holy Spirit by speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Ephesians chapter 5, verses 18 and 19, it says, Be not drunk with wine, wherein it's excess, but be filled with the Spirit, speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. Hallelujah. Singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. I've said a number of things. Strength, brothers and sisters, comes from the Holy Spirit. Strength is seen in your ability to get things done. When you see someone who can get things done, it means a person is strong. Because many people can start, but they can't finish. Many people start building a house, but they can't finish. Go around Ghana, you see a lot of uncompleted buildings. Because the kind of strength it takes to finish, you can't finish. Some of us, even our homework, the assignments we receive from school, to be able to finish it well, you need some strength. So God will give you strength to finish things. Hallelujah. And strength is seen in the ability to also overcome opposition and resistance. This year, as we pray, whatever comes up against you, you shall overcome that thing in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Strength is also seen in the ability to handle pressure. Pressure. To handle pressure well, you must be strong. You see this especially in marriage. Especially in marriage. You see, because marriage is a very complex thing. Marriage is a very wild thing. It can, it can turn very funny. Some people, when you look at them, you can see their marriage on their faces. When you look at them, you can see the state of the marriage by just looking at the person. But it's not everybody. Because some are strong. Some people are stronger than others. So when you look at the person, that's why we get surprised sometimes when you discover what has been going on because you say, hey, and I didn't see it on you because there's some strength. Some people, small issue with their husband, they can't work. They'll call the boss, can you give me the day off? They say, I am not well. You are not well. Will you make sure? Debbie. Debbie. And then we pray now. Debbie. And then they how? 
Your husband has blasted you. Or he didn't eat the food. Or he hasn't been sleeping home for two days. What's going on, Juma? If you had a white boss, call that white boss. You hear what the white boss said? Excuse me. Excuse me. Mrs. Osei, I get a feeling you don't want to do this job. Should I look for another person to do this job? That's what they will tell you. But the Lord is going to give you strength. Whatever changes in your life, you will be strong. You'll be able to handle it. Hallelujah. And then you will overcome that thing. Hallelujah. So strength is seen in the ability to handle pressure. Strength is also seen in the ability to endure pain. Charlie, some people are strong. They can endure pain. Are there any doctors here? Any doctor here? Doctor, pain can kill, can't it? Pain can kill. And the same level of pain that kills one person may not be able to kill another person. Isn't it true? Because some have a bigger capacity to handle pain. This year, you will have a bigger capacity to handle pain. The things that finish some people off when they come, it will not finish you off in the name of Jesus. And lastly, strength is the ability to restrain yourself. Strength is the ability to restrain yourself. Let's rise to our feet. Please give me the G again. We are going to pray concerning a number of things this year. You are going to pray that, Lord, fill me with your Holy Spirit this year. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. That whatever will come up against me. For me personally, last year, 2017, was tough. I had a few blows. By the grace of God, I'm standing. And I want to pray that this year, whatever, wherever the blow comes from, I will still stand. That by the end of this year, I'll be smiling. Pray for yourself. Because, you know, as we are here, Satan is aware we are here. It's not a secret meeting. It's not like speaking in tongues. Speaking in tongues is the only frequency that when you transmit, Satan just begins to wonder, what is he saying? What is she saying? What is he saying? Why? What is he saying? You see, when you speak in tongues, Satan gets confused. He's on pause. He's just waiting. Because right now, he doesn't know what God will do. Because he didn't know, he doesn't know what you told God. That's when you speak in tongues. But when you speak with your understanding, when we have a meeting like this, Satan is away. But Satan is about to be surprised because you are going to receive a lot of strength. No matter the attack that comes, you overcome. Begin to pray for the Holy Spirit. And for strength, for strength this year. This year we'll have a lot of testimonies. 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 When the elder was sharing a testimony, it was a trial. A trial that 